Hello everyone and welcome back to 5.9 Gaming, your source for news and updates for everything gaming related. My name is Sunblade and I will be your host for episode 28 of our Dragon Ball Z Doka Battle podcast called Long Live the Queen. As always, I'm not alone today. Say hello to the LR King himself, the truth. Alright! Hello. <laughs> Too early for this, man. It's too early for me for this. Fantastic. So Fanta's awake now, huh? Yeah. Oh, obviously, you match that energy, Josh. Uh, yeah. Yo, yeah. What's up? <laughs> you, you, you will have your chance, Fanta. You will have a chance. But yeah, uh, yeah of course, our super bad road king from the United Kingdom is here again, the Mass Ningen. Woo! Yo! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> as soon as soon run at? Huh? <laughs> he did it, didn't he? Where's what? <laughs> Continue. Where's what? Exactly. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Okay. okay. Yeah, we'll we'll discuss oh. this afterwards. I thought, okay. I don't know. I thought he mentioned the video I uploaded twelve hours ago, but I, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I'm just sipping tea. All right. Let's continue with the introductions. As soon always. Says the homie who needs no introduction, Goresh. Where's what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on, let's settle this now. Ningen did his super edgy Alex Russo bad road run 12 hours ago without items, so. Is he the king? What about Extreme Tech? Coming soon. Very good question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Coming soon. laughs> Okay, let's move on here. Nolas son, Mr. Free to Play, J Fanta. Hello, man. Yo, what's up? It's actually the first time they introduce you. So. Yep. Ah. Very dope. And yeah, Goresh said it. Last but not least, the guy who knows everything about every gacha anime in existence, Gay Riot. Yo, what's good, everybody? And of course, thanks to, to Hydros for producing today's Dokkan Battle podcast. His help is greatly appreciated. So yeah, before we actually jump in, make sure to check out our link tree to follow 5.9Ging everywhere on the internet, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and so on. Don't miss a single update from the 5.9Gaming network. And with that said, let's start with episode 28, Long Live the Queen. So, there was a lot of speculation about a possible April Fool's joke here, but yeah, here she is, Dokkan Fest Videl. So, I guess you all remember the quote-unquote infamous DM exchange between Goresh and Truth about her when the data download took place. So, yeah, Truth, what's your opinion about Dokkan Fest Videl? How good is she and is she this you are in the game? Uh, she's very good. Um, I probably would say she's the best TUR. Like, there's definitely a number of situations that'll pop up where her bad link sets and lack of teams will hurt her, right? Because, like, you just pull, like, I don't know, Broly or one of these characters. Like, there's a bajillion Super Battle Road stages that, like, they're a part of, right? Like, Broly's in, like, movie bosses and all these stages are going to get piercing, stuff like that, right? Whereas Videl's basically just, like, Peppy Gals and Majin Buu Saga. Um, but, like, if you just look at her like raw performance uh yeah <laughs> she's she's pretty good uh defensively she's a lot better than people realize i think because like you just look at the damage and it's like oh my god she did two five million attack stats wowee but it's like she's also dodging at 50 percent with 300k defense 
so she's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely agree. She is. She is crazy. Um, yeah. What do the other guys think? Of course, there are a lot of global players here. Um, but Fanta plays JP. Uh, were you lucky yeah, somehow and pulled uh, pulled her? No, I didn't Fanta? even summon for her. I think most oh, yeah. people like you. We all recommend like not really summoning for the banner anyway. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but I got to use her as a friend. She did really good. Um, very, very strong. Even on like free-to-play leads. But yeah, I see the, the same issue. It's just like no no real teams, especially when you're restricted to even like deadly free-to-play like I am. So yeah, that's just the, right. the issue at the end of the day. Yeah, I have to say, like, um, my initial reaction was pretty much like Truth. But, yeah, now I think that he is... She is definitely in the, the upper class of the TORs, man. She is insanely powerful. Um, the, the, the guaranteed super attack with super effective against all types with 3, 4, 5 million um, attacks. That it's insanely good. Her defense is, is really, really solid. Um, just a bummer that she is... On a small amount of categories, but yeah, it doesn't hold her back too much, I would say personally. Because Margin Boost Saga is an amazing team. You can mix it up with Battle of Wits. She actually has some some rotations which work pretty well with STR18. You you can play her with the AGL Trunks and Mai too. Um, so I'm not too uh, worried anymore. I'm not a anymore. big fan of that because Trunks and Mai, mm -hmm. without another Trunks and Mai, you lose a lot of the value from that unit. That's the only thing. Um, I think I think a, a better setup is the free to play Hercule and Boo. That works really mm -hmm. well with Fidel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, you could always use uh, another Trunks or my unit on the team, depending on what you you are trying to build. Um, because Battle of Wits has um, this kind of kind of opportunity, right? There there is a my unit on there, and uh, I think an additional Trunks unit. I don't know. But yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. Okay, so what what do the the global guys think? Um, yeah, Ningen, um, what's your impression about Videl? I mean, yeah, I think she looks really good. Uh, there's not, you know, I've obviously watched the showcases from JP people, and uh, I think she's good. Um, I think this is something that the game kind of has to do. Like, if they're going to release these characters that are not necessarily the most hype or the most popular, um, that's how you get people to summon for them, right? She's hype in my eyes. She's beautiful. Ridiculously good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There'll be some people out there who uh, she's uh, their cup of tea. But yeah, for everybody else, that's how you get people to summon, I guess, is just make the units really good. And uh, it is funny to see like the kind of bias that some people have towards characters sometimes, because I've seen people I'll recognize screen names from like the Reddit threads or like Twitter comments where it's like, People will say that she's bad because she has bad links, but some of them are the same people that think that Tekel Magohan is the best unit in the game. So, <laughs> she's, uh, yeah, she's definitely got some limitations, but, you know, when you see her in her best sort of situation, it's hard to deny that she is incredibly good. Her, her links being bad, it is a valid criticism, right? Because it's like people hmm. go, well, it doesn't oh, matter because yeah. she's going to double yeah. super anyway. And it's like, yeah, that's fine. So she misses her first super but she double supers. But then what about the unit next to her that also doesn't super, right? So you have to make yeah. sure to, to build it in a very particular way. It's like, like mm -hmm. the thing about like Videl is like she wants one of these wonky partners or something like that, right? Whereas like Gogeta, you just grab a Gogeta or a Vegeta or some crazy Saiyan, right? Same thing with Broly. Mm -hmm. You know, uh -huh. Angel Freeze, you get another one of these insane, you know, villain units. But like Videl doesn't have like a great like 
Oh, here's this other amazing unit in the game that I'm gonna put next to her, right? Doesn't really exist. I think in the the future though, uh, since they're releasing all these like weird units as do confess, I mean we could get like more common partners in the end of the day. So maybe this is just the the stepping stone to like wonky rotations and wonky yeah, I mean, units I think together. For me, for me, I think the reason why they ended up making her so good was there's two there's two reasons. Number one, obviously, is she's Videl, right? That's number one. And then number yeah. two is she's not <laughs> gonna be on you know more than two teams probably. Like she has she's one on Peppy Gals slash the Ally of Justice team, and then she's on Majin Buu Saga, and that's it, right? There's no other team that she's on. Earthlings, so, uh, but Earthlings doesn't uh, have okay. a leader yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. Earthlings. Okay, uh, sorry. <laughs> Yo. I mean, yeah, um, that's why I literally said Earthlings goaded no leader for her yet. <laughs> yeah, because Krillin, I have not seen LR Krillin in the friends list in months. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, like this is this kind of reminds me of when, um, well, not to the same degree, but similar to when LR Gohan and Goten came out, and they needed to specifically have like a, a setup to make them look crazy good. That's what this Videl sort of gives off the same type of, um, I guess, vibe to me, where you have to have the whole team centered around her, and she's only really good on, like, two teams. So, that's why. Other thing I'll say, I do want to get it out. She is a horrible pick for a Dokkan Fist. Like, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know what argument people have to, like, she's a character that is, like, irrelevant. Like, she doesn't really fight, right? Like, like there's I, actually, I, like, 500 yeah. characters more deserving. Oh, I mean, in terms Spokovich. of, <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, you think so? good is a very relative statement. I mean, out of all the female characters they could have gone for, I still don't get why Videl, considering, I mean, there's two female character characters that are instantaneously more important than her, arguably, right? Uh, and Bulma you and Chi-Chi. Straight up, how about the most important female in the show, the series, Bulma? She yeah, I mean, that's what I said. Like, there's yeah. two two, char two female characters automatically more important than her, and it's Bulma and Chi-Chi, and I don't understand why either didn't get one before her. But, uh, but besides the point, even I have to agree with every what everybody else said. I mean, I I think of her as an extremely fun unit. She'll be fine on Peppy Gals and Ally of Justice. But I can see the issues that will arise with Majin Buu Saga, and of course, whenever Earthlings gets its leader, potentially, unless that is also a key plus four leader down the line. Uh, yeah, it's a very interesting pick. Well made, I must admit. Very well made. I really like the fact that she can be used in all three slots in different ways, of course, as well. Yeah, I but, agree. But, like, and I'm, it's, it's, it's in infinitely better than say the orb restrictions that say PyCon and you know the <laughs> SJ2s have personally to me. I prefer these sort of restrictions because that'll change the way you use the unit quite drastically as well to a degree, right? So I always love this sort of restriction slash uh, changes to the unit depending on which slot they're in. Um, and honestly, overall, unit super attack's fine. Her active skill is very easy to accomplish, thankfully, because it's not it like sucks. you need. It sucks. I mean, in the sense, it, it just, well, in retrospective, in the sense, like, it doesn't need Gohan to be on that rotation. It can be on the team, is what I mean. But. Well, I'm, I'm saying the effect yeah. is bad. Oh, the effect. Yeah, okay, fair enough, the effect. But I mean, like, in terms of the yeah, activation. Yeah, this for is the opposite it, of Broly. Yeah. The condition yeah. is fine. I think the condition is totally yeah. cool. But mm -hmm. the effect, I think, is, is not good. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the only thing lacking in her passive skill, like I mentioned many a times, was like, maybe she could have been given like key plus two or something like that, and it would have been completely fine at the start. But oh well, you know, you can't get everything, I suppose. 
In terms of her kit, the only really big complaint that I have is the fact that she doesn't have the World Tournament category. I feel like if they would have made okay. her like a powerhouse for that category, this could have been the first like super powerful, like really, really good unit that could propel that category to being relevant. 100% agree with that, her, yeah. Her short-haired version only fights in the World Tournament, so it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. like the, yeah. the version that fights Swopovich is what she costume changes into, so it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's weird as well because, they... uh, sorry, uh, I was just going to say, say... Oh, go yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. you go ahead. You go ahead. Right, I was going to say, I think the reason why they didn't put her on there was because technically this is like from the scene where she first like trained with Gohan, but yeah. she still she should still be on it. I, I, and the weirdest thing for me is that the banner unit, the Goten, is from that World Tournament period, but she isn't as well. So it's kind of like odd why they took two different sort of like time zones for the Goten and Videl because I thought the well, Goten would have been isn't what, the Goten from isn't the Goten from the bit where he's training with Gohan and go and Gohan sees him go Super Saiyan for the first time. Yeah, but so his but, the card art specifically to me looks to mm -hmm. be when he fires the Kamehameha yep. in the world tournament. Mm. Right? And, yeah, and he has the world tournament category as well. So. Oh well yeah there you go. <laughs> He literally has the category, so it's like so odd that the main unit is yeah. like from. Usually, what they do with the banner unit and the main unit is that they're from the same time period and like that same fight or around that er period, right? This one just seems to be like oh, two different eras entirely, kind of thing. What I think is gonna happen. What I think is gonna happen is when they finally start to focus on the world tournament category, they'll add her to it. Impo mm -hmm. Possible, very possible, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they did leave off a lot of Vegetas and stuff off of Prodigal Warriors that they just added, right? So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we have Goten on the screen right now, so let's talk about him. He is, in my opinion, an amazing unit. Uh, key plus 3 and attack and defense up 40% for prodigious warriors. Um, I think that's a unit that this team really needs, and this unit ties in very well with the Dokkan, Fest, Trunks, and Goten, but... Uh, yeah, uh, Fanta, what do you think about Goten I and used, yeah, I, you haven't used them at all. <laughs> I shouldn't nah, use them. You haven't used them? Okay. No, nah, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, I, I personally think that he's a great unit, but yeah, Truth, um, you obviously used him. So, what do you think? Yeah, he's very good. Um, that team is a team that's very similar to like Kamehameha in that it's very big, but has a very like wonky cast of characters. So you need these types of units to be on there. I mean, you can run... The full Goten and Trunks team is actually, like, ridiculous, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Those two EZAs, the AGL Goten and the physical Trunks, are monsters. Like, people... Yep. I feel like people don't actually understand how good they are and the A-team. Like, they're so busted. Right. And that's why I think Majin Buu Saga works so well with Videl because you have her in one rotation with the SCR 18 and then you have Trunks on the team as well. And yeah, Majin Buu Saga is, is, is even better now. But um, yeah, that's a that's a different subject. But um, what do the global guys think? Goresh, uh, what's your opinion about this guy? Um, He's just a very straightforward, good, solid mm -hmm. unit. I mean, yeah. if, you if, like, if you if someone introduced this to me as like a fan-made card, and I looked at it, I'd be like, yeah, he's very good, and that's it. Like, and then move on. He's not something that where it's like you have to sit there and think about, oh, he's gonna be good here and here and here. It's like very obvious that he's good. To be and fair, he's just Garage, solid. If the unit was 750% attack and defense, you'd say, yeah, it looks good. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, that'd be pretty good too. Yeah, that would. <laughs> yeah, there, there we go. <laughs> okay, so uh, what about the global guys here, Ningen? Um, yeah, I, I personally went into the banner um, for him because I wanted this guy, but maybe I'm overhyping him a little bit. But yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that. This new category got a support unit like that, but yeah, Ningen, what do you think before we move on to the next topic? Um, yeah, I've not really got anything major else to add. He's, I like the fact they're continuing this trend of making these support units for their specific teams, but who are actually solid enough to hold their own. Um, so, because that's the kind of thing that we started to notice with like the older generation of support units, is as you moved into this like new meta of some of the harder events like those units could quite easily get you killed with their lack of defense and stuff so we're starting to see a lot of these new support units that can actually hold their own uh defensively the only other thing i will add that i thought was very weird considering the quality that we've seen lately his super attack animation there's like two specific parts where his face just looks really bizarre to mm, me i don't know yeah. if it's just me but no 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 you're right you're right Okay. Um, so yeah, let's 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 talk about the banner actually and the top grossing situation. I personally think that it's great that Vidal's banner or well Dokan at the time frame hit um, sixth place on iOS, right? Um, yep. I think that's a good sign for Dokan, and yeah, um, I think that was pretty important to Truth here. So. So I will bring it over to Truth to talk about this matter here. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty big, and they didn't like do everything they could to get it high up either, because they left Gogeta off. It was mm -hmm. Gogeta's turn. They blatantly mm -hmm. skipped yes. over him and put Bojack on there. So it's like this. I don't know. I, this felt to me like a test or something. Like they were they. I swear they might actually have been sitting in there laughing. Like let's just try it. Like let's just let's just. <laughs> I mean, like, who's the most ridiculous character we can give a Dokkan Fest right now? I told you as well. I told you, didn't I? Top five or close to it, and lo and behold, sixth place. Yeah, it's just not. It's not a surprise. No other game has anything going on, and I feel this was a great test for them to see how well a random unit would have done as well. And it's done extremely well, in my opinion. Six places. I mean, it's it's really good for Videl out of all things. Let's be Six honest. Six place carried by True. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> but yeah, let me ask this. Let me ask this. Is sixth place good when they could just release a Saiyan and get like three? <laughs> I, I think it's a yes and no because this allows them to know that even if there's something hype going on in any other gacha, they can release some random unit in that place instead and not have to. And then they can use their big guns for like. Game, when game, other games aren't doing anything, they can release their big unit and that will get them top boosting very easily. Well, why not release funny? a Saiyan every time anyway? Yeah, because, okay, here's the thing, yeah. right? So, like, answer this question. Besides Evolution Blue Vegeta, main anniversary unit, right? When was the last solo Vegeta Dokkan Fest? Vegeta. Just solo Vegeta Dokkan Fest. When was it? Transforming? Yep. Two years ago. Damn. Yeah. And that's, like, people... Saying <laughs> <laughs> Vegeta and Saiyans. <laughs> and it's like, they don't release even half as often as people pretend they do. Yeah. Like, it's insane. Mm hmm. Mm. So. I mean, to be I'm fair, last year was entirely fusions. Let's be honest. <laughs> the entirety yeah, of last year was mainly fusions, yeah. and yeah. 
Let's pull up the revenue sheets. I wonder if next year will be all fusions as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they will always go for the stuff that sells. It's not even a question. And yeah, it's... Yeah, that's, it's that it's that literal meme that got shared around again recently, where it's like everybody complains when a new Saiyan mm -hmm. or Fusion comes out that those are the only units that they make. So then they make somebody else, nobody summons for them, and they don't get top grossing, and then everybody complains. So then they just release another Saiyan or Fusion, and the cycle begins again. Okay. I guess we can move on. I absolutely agree with all your points. And yeah, Defenta, now's your time. Um, yes, sir. JP Dokan introduced some new Extreme Z Awakenings. Um, yeah, the, the April Fools retro cards got one, Yamuns Popovich got one, and the Great Salmon unit, the end one. So, Defenta, what do you think about those four units? Who's your they favorite? All, they all suck. Nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, start off with the 8 bits since they're both on uh, Global and JP. Um, I think on paper, when they like awaken an EZA, it looks like they didn't get that much of a change. Like, But you, when you use them in battle, that 88% attack boost that they get from just due to the awakening and the EZA that they get that big stat boost actually changes a lot. And if you don't even activate that uh, attack plus 88% from either of them, you can see the big, big attack drop. Um, plus they stack really, really good. I just think um, link-wise, maybe the Vegeta is not crazy good uh, for some of these categories that he is in, uh, like Terrifying Conquerors. Uh, but he does fit in some some things like Inhuman Deeds with like Nappa and Vegeta. It's just that Nappa and Vegeta Inhuman Deeds is not really a crazy category. Uh, to begin with, like 130% for the leader. Good card, though. Uh, Goku, I feel like, is pretty fun to use uh, in Turtle School. Uh, it's just, again, is infight is great. Um, it's just... Th there's so many like other cards already that fill up the spots for some of these categories that it does sometimes suck when you can't use them. Uh, but, that, but overall, I feel like... Those two cards, definitely a really good awakening. Uh, really, really strong. I love the fact that Vegeta is on Terrifying Conquerors and his sprite is like a 1997 pixel thing. It is. It's a terrifying. <laughs> that is good. Because all those like early Saiyans are on there, right? So like, Yeah, it's just funny to me like, that like the, the most unintimidating sprite in the game is on Terrifying Conquerors. <laughs> I mean, listen, the sprite that the game they're from, Legendary Super Warriors, is really good. Just gotta add yeah. that out there. Well, yeah, it's old. That, I just think it's funny to look at that. Uh, and then for the, uh, not Hercule, the Great Saiyan and the Yamun Spovovich. Uh, Great Saiyan is insane. Actually insane. Uh, if you can if you can activate the uh, damage reduction, guaranteed da damage reduction, pretty easily, the 28%. Uh, and then he's got a good amount of attack. He's got inbuilt crits, raises attack and defense. He lowers attack and defense. He's got a lot in his kit. And then even, he used to be so bad when you versed, like, this is like the rarest situations. But when you versed uh, Peppy Girls or Youth, he was just a useless sitting duck. Now, at the very least, with these EZA, with the 30% extra damage reduction, which stacks on top of the 28%, he becomes just another high school Gohan, just another great tank. Uh, I think he's 
really good. Um, like almost a what do you guys think? A must-have defenders of justice, maybe. I mean, he's he definitely fits. I, the one thing that does just annoy me, I mean, this goes back to Videl, but it's just frustrating that they toss her on this team of all these great same and stuff like that. And it's just oh, like, yeah. things yeah. like Hero of Justice and stuff like that, like Supreme Power, like these common links that a lot of these like Gohan and great same units have, they just didn't give to her. And there's no reason why to explain it, right? Like mm. Brainiacs, like she could have Brainiacs, Supreme Power. Hero of Justice would allow her to work. Hero of Justice would have been very good. Yeah. I mean, especially because Jiren, so those Jiren units have it. A lot of the Pride Troopers have it. So. It's a very good link. Attack plus 25%. Um, and it gives a 5% chance to perform crit, too. Yeah. If you have it level, link level 10, which I don't. Oh, I mean, <laughs> There's only one way to have these units in level 10. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, I think out of the, the group, I, I find the most value from Great Saiyaman. And then Yamu and Spofovich, I have a, I feel like I'm, I'm the truth now. It's like, not good. Turn count, too many. <laughs> I've, I've experienced it now. Where like, <clears throat> he, he gets a defense bonus of 20% each time he receives an attack. But like, you barely, it's so hard to get that cap. Uh, is I wish they just increased it like 30%, 40%. It would just like save an extra turn or something like that. Uh, I do like that they they improve some of the things. Of course, with every Extreme Z Awakening, you know, extra attack and defense. I do love the uh, lowering attack and defense. Uh, that helps out with the other Majin Buu Saga LRs like Deborah and Barbady and um, Boo and Barbady. I just think they just made him a little bit more consistent with the... Uh, damage output, that's pretty much it with, like, the disabling enemies guard. There's nothing really special, uh, but they're still really strong, though. Like, they were strong beforehand anyway, so. Yeah, that is the summary of all the free-to-play guards. Yeah, there also perfect. is another one coming mm -hmm. out soon, the Great Salmon and Videl, but it's just that's weird. I don't, like, why they're not releasing it, the event. I don't know. They're out. really good, too. Like, because I think they're yeah. part of the April Fool's um, thing, too, because they're tied to that, like, yep. thing with, like, oh, like, sorry, we're not releasing the mode. Here's like this replay instead. Yep. Yeah, uh, they're, they're super good on that. Team. Yeah. The defenders. Yeah, they're, they are really good. Absolutely. Yep. Because they actually they're a support unit for that for that category. They give crit chance. So. Yeah, three key, eighteen percent attack, defense, and eighteen percent crit chance. Very good. What if they never release it? What if it's a full <laughs> well, on April Fools? <laughs> well, they already. Uh, that theory might be true, but they already you know, said in-game that they're releasing them. So. Uh, did they? Okay. Yeah. Okay, one, one more question for me that's going back to Videl real quick. How do you guys build her in the punch system? Do you go with uh, uh, additional or crit? I went uh, even. I think she, my Videl has 14 additional and 14 crit. I mean, looking at her, I'd say even as, as well, to be honest. I mean, uh, she already gets a guaranteed additional so i mean that's that, that's kind of sorted out but at the same time you want her to crit at points right so people will point out that she's super effective against all types but that is not guaranteed whatsoever yeah. so mm -hmm. many turns they don't even attack in that first slot many times then she doesn't dodge and she just takes it right mm -hmm. so some crit yeah. is still good on her for sure i think I, mean, I would go i think i would go she's str uh yeah. let's think. she's str 
I guess that would be what, 12 additional 9 crit? No, Kers and my, my Videl does have 3 dodge. Every unit gets 15 3 additional, dodge. 15 additional 11 crit, I think is what it would be. Yeah, it should be something like that. 15, I think I would go 15 additional 11 crit on her. So yeah, full additional here. Yeah, because it's more For important her. to get that extra yeah. defense stack, I think, on her super. Mm. Okay. Yeah, with that said, we can move over to the next topic for today. And yeah, this is a pretty surprising one. I guess nobody expected that kind of easy A. But AGL Tapion Hirudagan is getting an Extreme Z battle. And yeah, with that, an Extreme Z Awakening. What do you guys think about that? And yeah, some people actually speculated that JP might get new ESBR stages with that. And that's if that happens, that's actually kind of sad for Global because Global <laughs> so still did this. not get their Please, stages. Yeah. Please, I want to see what people say. Yeah. I mean, it'll be really funny, I'm not going to lie. The problem so I yeah, see is that I mean, you know what, I'll be fine with it. Sure, whatever, right? I guess. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Let's, let me see I mean, the, the tweets in the comments. At this point, I feel like what they're trying to do is, um, I mean, I think the last two times both JP and Global got their new stages were at the same time, were they? Or at least the last time. So I think they might just be trying to get both versions to release as we are stages at the same time, which is really the odd. To the be issue I find with ESBR <laughs> is that if if they do release it, it's just Ginyu Force. Do they have to EZA them or something like that in order to release the... No, 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 no. Yeah, We're going to get need, our right? Dokkan Fest Ginyu first. Yeah. yeah. He's He's <laughs> okay. Yep. Yep. Only six or they'll just EZA them. <laughs> them. <laughs> he'll get top grossing gross, right? For real? I don't know if they'll get top grossing, but they'll get higher than six, I think. Toku Sentai? That's, that's come on, that's number one. Stop playing. <laughs> I don't know about number one, just being realistic. It's probably going to be like four, is my guess. If it's the same conditions as right now, which there probably won't be. There'll probably be something out by them in another good game. And then he'll transform into Goku Ginyu. That would be so sick. Oh, yeah, that animation would be so good. But yeah, let's move back to AGL Tapion. Do you think he needs one, an easy A, or, or not? Yes. What, what is your opinion about that? So yeah, truth, go well, ahead. Well, remember the thing about AGL Tapion getting an easy A is that right now the theme they're pushing down our throats is movies. And he's on both movie heroes and movie bosses. So he's buffing both. So he's actually a perfect EZA to drop, you know, anytime in this next six months. Because it's very clear that Worldwide Dental Celebration is going to be movies. Like, that's just so obvious. The number one thing I want to see them change about him is giving his other skill four key and then make it 170 across the board. I, I don't I mean, think they, 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 they could do... They could do 160, that's fine, because it's the same thing they yeah. did for uh, Realm of Gods. If they want to do that, that's yeah. fine. Obviously, Giant Form I would consider to be a worse category than Realm of Gods, which means 170, <laughs> I think, is pretty acceptable. Uh, really? But the biggest thing is if they change the that's key from twice. 3 to 4, because that would, that would impact the Giant transformation a lot. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, because they're starting to give a lot of the newer units um, some sort of thing to help them out in that transformation, like the... Uh, units like Cumber and stuff like that where in their ape form they're actually getting extra key but obviously a lot of the older units don't have that so i think that would be really useful for him to have that extra key and that's something hopefully they'll change with his uh with the harudagon part of his card once he easies as well having some sort of um extra ability that he has to either make him hit harder or obviously having some extra key because the problem with the giant form team in general now is 
With link level update making such a huge impact to units in the game, it actually makes the giant form like units even weaker because once they transform, they're not going to be doing as much as like a fully link level team would be. So hopefully his, uh, they give some sort of extra abilities. Like even if it's something like raising attack, built-in chance to crit, like that kind of thing. Hopefully his, uh, the actual Harudagan side of his card gets some decent upgrades as well. Okay, anybody else about the Extreme Z Awakening for Tapion? Not, not really. I mean, I, I'm down for it. I personally think it means a bit more. I feel like we could potentially be seeing what we're probably going to get in Golden Week. That, but that's my personal prediction, is that we're probably going to get Hirudagon in SSJ3 Goku. It's been a while now since we've hmm. gotten an SSJ3 Goku as well. So this would be the perfect time for them to drop a new Dragon Fist Goku. Um, as well as a new Tapion slash Herodagon. I know people have been saying Res F and, you know, Battle of Gods and whatnot, but I personally mm -hmm. think it's mm -hmm. it's time. It fits well. It's the last movie of Dragon Ball Z. Goes well. Golden Golden Week, Golden Dragon Fist kind of. That, that's a bit of a reach for me, but <laughs> I, that's just me being a bit reach, reaching there. But no, on a real, I'm looking forward to this easy as well. Um, like everybody else mentioned, um, Giant Form kind of needs it, and I'd be down to see what they do with him. I mean, they have been very kind with EZS lately. I think they kind of realized what, how much they messed up with uh, Tech Broly, and <laughs> since then it's been relatively good across the board with a majority, if not all, of the EZS they've released. So I'm not too stressed until we see what happens. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Tapion, real quick. He should give key to the whole rotation because it's like you look at his link set, dude, and it's just yeah. I, I mean, guess he'll have revival on movie bosses with Golden Freeze and Bojack, but like he he does nothing on movie heroes. Like they got to give him something to make him actually runnable, right? So. Yeah, Gail yeah, gave me. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, so, I mean, his one will probably come later using the medals from this same event, but it's a shame they're not doing the tech one at the same time, because obviously running those two together on teams like Resurrected Warriors was always a good rotation, but uh, assuming they're just going to wait to do his one. You point that out, like, I'm probably more interested in the tech Tapion, actually. A Rainbow Orb Changer, um, yeah, Revived so Warrior... Yeah. Time Traveler, Movie uh -huh. Hero, Sibling Bond, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Yes. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Gail gave me gave me an idea, and I think in one or two weeks, uh, a Legendary Summon Banner should drop, and some yes. people think that Ella Tapion will drop with that, so what's your what's your opinion about that, um, Goresh? What, what do you think? Or oh, World Truth? <laughs> yeah, just, go ahead. It's just super, 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 I, I try and get in now, right. Super quick, last year, the Dokkan Festival blew Kyle and Goku, and the LR was Vegeta in that fight, right? So yeah. just remember that. Yeah, I was going to say, because the Dokkan Fest obviously being Videl, I don't think that is really indicative of what we're going to get for a Legendary Summon Banner. <laughs> like, what are we going to get? Like mm -hmm. a, like an LR Go, like Gohan, like from that base form version? Like, I don't know. A Great Saiyan. Um, you could get a new Great Saiyan. I think what they could do is they could do a new LR, and then they could easy a the great same they wanted to from the friend summit i guess you're um, talking golden right now <laughs> i love you <laughs> yeah dude that unit like they already give four key to super class like yeah. on that videl team they would be disgusting with an easy eight. Mm -hmm. yeah so i think whatever legendary summon banner we're getting it 
probably won't be re related to the the what we're getting in this celebration at all. I think mm -hmm. it's I think it's just going to be completely different. I don't know. Last year, like the, in, but, uh, the only reason why I think that's not that's I I feel otherwise, and I think it'll be related is because last year, to be fair, we did also have the whole LR Prime Battle Krillin at the same time as what's his face, uh, SSB Kaioken. Vegeta Nappa. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then so what, it led what, into Vegeta what Nappa. What Prime Battle? What Prime Battle are we rocking this year? I mean, we don't have one. That's the whole point I'm trying to make is that's probably the reason why they might keep it linked to the celebration instead is what my thought process is. And I still think it'll be linked. I think we'll probably get an LR grade salmon or something instead. Just <laughs> occasionally they do that. I mean, hey, it's, it's uh, they've been trying to do something out of the park and, you know, out of the box, yeah. I should say, not out of the park. I wouldn't be surprised if it's an LR grade salmon or something unique like that, you know? It could just be like any Peppy Gal LR, right? I mean, look, what... Maybe they could do like an LR, like an LR Chi Chi, I, I don't know. At Bulma. I mean, LR Bulma. Or LR Bulma, yeah. Literally, how about Bulma from episode one? Uh, honestly, the one I would like to see is Bulma from Namek, because someone in chat said, who, what would her super attack animations be? As though Bulma hasn't been in 600 episodes doing all types of stuff, but she yeah, uses all Bulma. those robots. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. She uses all those robots on Namek to collect the Dragon Balls. Like, that's I mean, super attack animations right there. You say that, what has she done on Legends? Just take that, what she's done on Legends. Shoot guns. It's There you go. Rockets. <laughs> boom. <laughs> it's not that difficult. It's not that hard. <laughs> like, you don't have to shoot Key Blast. Legends has taught us that. So, it's fine if Bulma shoots guns as well. Literally, like, there's, like, you know, gag moments where she pulls out, like, a giant mallet and, like, slaps Roshi with it, right? Like, yeah. something like that. Like. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm very excited about the Legendary Summon banner as well. And, uh, yeah, we talked about this today during the, the AMA on our public Discord server. If you are not part of the public Discord server, make sure to join right away. And if you are subscribed to 5.9 Gaming on Twitch or on YouTube, if you're a YouTube member, you can take part in those meetings as well. So, yeah, with that said, let's move on to the next topic. And, yeah, Global just got PyCon and Janemba. Um, yeah, we, we did a video on 5.9 Gaming of PyCon and Janemba. And the question is towards our guests here. Um, were they worth the wait? Um, what about the banners, the, the discounts, the tickets? Uh, did you summon on there? Um, let's start with Goresh. Go ahead. What yeah, so um, I think the discounts and stuff like that, are they're all really, really good. Obviously, Pilaf's Trove, you get the two rounds of the premium tickets. So that gives you a guaranteed featured unit. Um, obviously, you have to. the only downside to that is you have to purchase the packs, all the packs in the shop, and then that unlocks like the highest level pack, and that's the, uh, that's the premium ticket. I think it's like a $35 pack, and you can buy it twice. But yeah. it is a multi that guarantees a feature unit, which is definitely worth it. Um, so I would recommend if you're somebody who's willing to spend that kind of money on the game, then definitely go for it. Um, it's definitely more value than just buying stone straight up. Even though the sales are not horrible, but they're not good. The same day sales were way better. Um, just mm -hmm. saying. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is three plus one. You get the discounts initial rotation on there. You get the tickets. You get um, the tickets for summoning on there as well. Not just the Pilaf's Trove. You get tickets for summoning, just doing multis on the band. So the value's there. I mean, the band these banners are not horrible. They're not exceptional. But um, I would say if you're somebody who's sort of like on the fence about summoning, definitely do the discount, do the first rotation on both banners, and then reevaluate. Real quick, Grish, do you like the um, equipment that comes in those Pilaf packs? I mean, most of it sucks. 
There's like there's like one good one, which is like the level three additional for tech, right? Mm. Yeah, I wish <laughs> I could get one of those. Nice. I mean, they, to be fair, they might be coming with all what, whatever they're doing with the subscription pack. Probably. Oh yeah, because there's a whole they'll... screen there yeah. that's empty. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. they, 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 I think this is a good way for them to test it out on JP and then see if people are interested and then add the other packs and stuff. I assume. Haha, <laughs> please, yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, PyCon and Janemba. I mean, cool, summon for discounts. If you really like PyCon and Janemba, summon for them. I mean, PyCon's actually, in my opinion, kind of decent, actually. People just slate him because it's PyCon more so. I like his active skill, I like his passive. It's, be it's better than Janemba's restrictions, let's be honest. I still don't like the whole orb thing and whatnot. But, I mean, overall, he's a solid unit. It's just that he's PyCon and his links are questionable, but yeah. The leader skills, I think, are what's the most underrated point of both of them, too. Is I they're 130 to Super and Extreme class, which is the highest we've 100%. seen for any class right now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100% agree. I, I, I think they just go under the... I mean, Janemba is definitely not worthy to talk about. I just... I don't <laughs> understand why... I don't understand what they're doing with Dokkan Fest exclusive extreme tech units. Both... The last two have been god-awful for some reason, and I don't understand why. But PyCon actually is kind of decent. I think people just slide him... Uh, underrate him because it's PyCon, you know? But, yeah. Well, you don't like um, the EZA for Super Saiyan 3 Broly? <laughs> Let's not talk about it, big man. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> Bro, I swear, the only good extreme tech unit you know, they've released in the last couple of months has been goddamn Raditz. How is it possible that you mess up every single extreme ago. tech, man? <laughs> it's a year yeah, ago, dude, never mind, it's even worse than I thought. Dude, yeah. exchange boo sucks. Like, do you, you do realize that not only do those bastards have like a turn 8 restriction, basically, to use their active skill, they also have an HP restriction on it? It's so stupid. Like, you go in the god event, oh, I'm gonna transform with Boo. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, no, no, I think there's, if we want to include, I guess, SSJ for Broly, but I feel he's limited, so it's kind of hard to include him because you can only get him like once every year, and even then, now it'll be harder because he's unfeatured if you don't have him already. And he needs great A power, too. That's the problem. He's Another thing, yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so you're only gonna have Raditz and I guess the free-to-play Golden Frieza they released. And uh, that's it. That's all we've gotten for Extreme Tech in the last year and a, year and a half. And it's like, hey, bro. Hey, hey, hey. Don't forget about the fantastic EZA for Marseille. Yeah, true. Marseille as well. I guess. Yeah, we'll give it to Marseille as well. Hey? Actually, really good. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so funnily enough, because he's on Janemba's category, he's actually gone from being completely useless in Super Battle Road because he literally didn't have a passive um, before his EZA. Um, he's, he's actually quite decent on Janemba's team. But, um, I yeah, mean, that's Janemba... Be... I was going to say, that's got to be the strat you're working on to do it, right? Double Janemba? I feel like that would do it pretty easily, right? Um, I don't know, it's, yeah, it's tricky, because obviously his orb restriction thing is so, like, wonky. Because if you, if you don't get the, uh, four type orbs and the two rainbow orbs, he does not tank very well without items active. But, uh, Janemba is definitely, like, so for me, as a global player, obviously, we saw all the stuff about these guys when they came out, and then, you know, we've been waiting to get our hands on them to use them. And I agree with Gale, like, PyCon is decent, and he's kind of fun to use. I know, like, it doesn't really make any sense, but I think his unit super attack animation is really cool. Um, but, honestly, I I haven't been this disappointed in a unit for quite some time. 
uh, until I first actually put together the team and used Janemba. Like, I think he's so underwhelming. Um, the restriction pre-transformation with the four type orbs and two rainbow orbs is just too much. Um, the fact that he doesn't have key links, so you pretty much mm -hmm. like you're you're banking on trying to get those four type orbs every time just to give him that little bit of extra key. Oh wait um, a minute, you think units that come out in 2021 should have key links, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be, it would be nice. But, um, interesting. Interesting. Okay, okay. The the one thing I do like, but I, again, I think the restriction is bad. It would be cool if it was easier. But one thing I do like is with both of them. Uh, when you pick up the type orbs and you get that boost to the rest of the team, uh, the fact that it includes key as well, because you can be a little bit strategic with your rotations. Like when I um, did the run with his team earlier, um, to try and make sure you can get the type orbs with him, it means you could say, for example, if you put him in slot two, have your unit in slot one. Like if we're talking about extreme tech, it could be Golden Freezer. Um, you could deliberately only pick up like one or two orbs with the freezer, meaning that he's like one or two key short of super attacking, but so that it drops enough orbs down so you can then pick up the four type orbs and two rainbow orbs with Janemba, and then that gives everybody on the rotation extra key so it boosts them up to then. This is some insane strats. Attack. Yeah, so I, I quite like that. It's just the fact that because the restriction is so bad, like sometimes you just can't get it at all. And then half the rotation can't super attack because he doesn't give them any key links. So. Uh, yeah, I think for me, what the, literally all they have to do to make the texture number way better is they just reduce the, the four to two and then the rainbow orb to, to one. And he's like instantly really yeah. good. Right. Yeah, 100% so really. There really isn't that much they have to do to make him like usable. The only really big thing that I have to say about him is the fact that I really don't like the way that they created the transformation for him. His transform version—they weren't—they weren't even close. Like he—he's not—he's not even close to being what he should be. Mm. Yeah, because Super Janemba has always been like that character that is, you know, the defensive wall, and then like both the in and the STR one are just so much better than the transform tech one. It's really weird. Uh, the thing that's weird is that PyCon doesn't need it as much, but he gets basically an auto super with a rainbow orb. Like, I don't understand why yeah. Janemba doesn't get that too. He's just undertuned. He's just way too undertuned is what they did with him. I don't know why. Yeah. PyCon is... I, I don't know. I, I enjoy PyCon. Like, I feel like he gets a lot done everywhere. He's good. Right? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's they, I think they did a good job with PyCon. I have no issues. I just, I'm, I, not, I'm just not interested do. in him as a character. But that, that's yeah, the, no, my no, own that's, problem with it. Yeah. Because, yeah, I think the problem as well, like like Goresh was saying about their leader skill, and it is cool to have that um, sort of across-the-board super and extreme types uh, with the slightly higher number. But, like, overall, I'm not a huge fan of the way they've done their leader skills because they're too, their main category that they lead is quite small and quite restricted, um, especially when it comes to... I, I tried to make teams um, when I first took them out for a spin, of just using the units that were in that category. Um, both of them are kind of lacking in good support units. So they have that secondary leader skill, so you can then bring any super or extreme unit you want. But then obviously in a, in a harder mode, you're then running those units under the lower leader skill. Whereas obviously now that we're in the category meta where there's so many categories that you can use where all the units will be getting like a full 170 boost it just makes that team like weaker overall 
yeah, I think that I like the idea of having that split with the super type thing, but like the category that they have as their main leader skill, I think is slightly too restrictive. The one thing I, I really know. like about PyCon a lot is I really like the risk that they took. Well, I, don't, I don't really know if it's a huge risk in this case, but I really like what they did with the active skill. I feel like it's it's a good step in the right direction that we might see for uh, in the future with like different like different types of effects mm -hmm. on active skills. So just like oh, it's an attack. Oh, it's a power yeah. up. Oh, it's a buff or whatever. I like. Yeah, that I really love that. I I really love that. It's like a, it's basically a ghost usher, right? So it's really really unique. Um, being able to see potentially like you know a future unit that can do something completely fresh would be oh dude as well. like Ginyu with the scouter right. boom see super attacks yeah super exactly attacks. something like that something unique like seeing super attacks or uh, being able to change like or oh, get everybody to attack one slot or something like that something unique like that would be insane down the line um, yeah, what was that thing we were talking about on that one stream where it's like you can redirect all attacks to the end or something yeah, yeah, something oh, like that. that was, That's what I was kind of... A, a taunt, a taunt. Go do the taunt. Yeah. 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 And because we've seen with Turles, obviously, now that they're adding in the possibility for having a an active skill that can be used multiple times. So like Truth just said, if you have, say, for example, Dokon Feskinyu, and he has an active skill, which is using the Scouter to detect where the enemy super attack is, that could easily be something that you could then have, like, more than one use of, because it's not, like... Even though, obviously, it is super useful, it's not, like, an insane battle-ending buff, so that could easily be a thing that you could then use multiple times, which would be really cool. Okay, so we just had a little moment of silence, and I think that was appropriate, because... Toon summoned for Janemba and he didn't get it, get him uh, <laughs> within 2,000 <laughs> stones, so <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is the reason why he is not here today, so <laughs> shout out yeah. to Toon. <laughs> Poor man. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I was very shocked when I heard that, because um, that's the thing, like, you know, Truth was saying, JP players jelly about the... Uh, those ticket packs, I I got those premium, like the PLAF ticket packs, and I pulled both PyCon and Janemba from those ticket packs. So that's uh, a nice uh, a nice bonus for being on being on global. Yeah, those ticket packs. I pulled two Janembas from the one from the premium and then one from the normal <laughs> ten tickets that I got. Oh, from Jesus those. Christ! Yeah, pretty good. I mean, all I got was. Two trunks and one angels and muscles, so I was very happy with that. I guess mm. that's good. <laughs> oh, that, the happiest I can be, probably, but you know, <laughs> not much can happen with that. Alright, so we are still not done with the episode, so let's talk about, yeah, let's continue with Global and talk about Ella Krillin. Um, the, the campaign, the legendary campaign, takes place right now, and uh, yeah, um, Fanta, you played with Krillin for a while. Um, do you, do you think that this is still a great unit now that um, Broly got his easy A and are you still going to use him for the World Tournament? Yeah. 100%. 100%. Uh, mm -hmm. He's still so good. Uh, and then, I mean, Earthlings is still a very good category for free-to-play. Uh, and then you always got to think about the future. Like, eventually he's going to get the easy A and then he's just, you know, even more busted than before. And it's always good to have like another AOE unit on on the um, team for World Tournament, mm -hmm. since both mm -hmm. versions are having the World Tournament as well. Or assuming Global does have their World Tournament this month. Uh, hopefully. And, yeah, hopefully. 
yeah, he's he's really good. He's really good. I don't. If you haven't farmed him, you should definitely. It's worth it, and it's good for you for the collection. So, ask a question to the to the global gang here. Are you already done with Krillin, and have you just collected the rewards? Uh, what's the situation for you guys? I just need to get him. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Obviously, for, I mean, for us, obviously, as like content creators, of course, as soon as he came out, I grinded yeah. like crazy to get him done as soon as possible. So mm -hmm. that is the nice thing for us. Uh, The legendary campaigns for the Prime Battle LRs are super useful for other players if you didn't have the time or, you know, if you've got a low account level, you don't have a lot of stamina, all that kind of stuff. It's a really good way for you to catch up. And then obviously for other people, whether you're a content creator or not, if you're somebody who does grind all of this stuff as soon as it's released, it's just a nice little bonus bunch of free stuff for you. So, yeah, I mean, these Prime Battle events are a perfect way to just like spend your, your stamina very fast, right? If you have like, but let's say you finished Okan Awakening, something you just pulled, and you have leftover stamina, just throw it into these prime battles, right? They're, it's going to take a long time to finish them, and you might as well just get them done, like, slowly but surely, right? Yep. I mean, it's kind of like link leveling. Instead of link leveling, just work on the prime battle alarms for a couple of weeks or something, right? Instead. Yeah, I, I would definitely say that working on the prime battle units is much more worth your stamina as a free-to-play player, rather than trying to link level. Exactly. Um, I mean, especially now that we know, you know, how easy as are coming for each and every single one of these units and whatnot. Obviously, we have Goku, Frieza. Next one should be Trunks. Yes. Was it Trunks or Vegeta? Yeah, Trunks. Trunks is next. Vegeta. Then Vegeta. Then Vegeta. Then Krillin. So it's inevitably going to come no, around, Cell, right? Oh, Cell. I forgot. I'm wrong. I forgot about Cell. <laughs> That's another extreme tech <laughs> unit. I suppose that'll that'll help Red out team. quite a bit. <laughs> No, but I really enjoy the LR cell. He's linked level 10 for me because my full cell squad, but... Um, Minus yeah, no, two, actually. I, yeah, I mean, that cell, that cell team full link level 10, ooh, it's too good. Um, but yeah, it's it's well worth it to get every every single one of these Prime Battle LRs, especially considering how well they did LR Frieza, right? Uh, with his EZA, so... It, it, it's really worth it for any free-to-play player. Yeah, the only one, the only thing we'll have to wait and see is if they require the Frieza to be on your team, Easy Aid, to be able to attempt the Trunks one. Because then if they're going to keep doing that trend, you're going to have to eventually get all of them done to take on all the stages, right? Yeah. I mean, the the biggest imagine... problem, the the biggest problem with that though, uh, Goresh, is that people still can't buy the the stupid Krillin from the shop if they That's, haven't been yeah. able. Yeah. So so if 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 people can't get Frieza done, they can't get Trunks done. If they can't get Trunks done, they can't get Wait, Vegeta what is, done. What is this Krillin issue? Uh, uh, so on, global, you, on Global, you can only purchase the STR Krillin from the Baba Shop a set amount of times. Uh, so for people that so for people that purchase that Krillin, like for SA fodder or whatever, prior to them knowing that he was going to be necessary for the stage, they actually can't do the stage because they can't uh, they can't rainbow him. It's the same I thing see, with Cooler. If you did buy Cooler for so for some reason, if you bought Cooler for Cooler's SA fodder. For some reason, but yeah. Because isn't that, the, that is like the JP version that just you can buy them infinite times or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. That th this is a prime example of the disconnect that they have with um, just you know issues that are happening on global. That's a true global shaft here. Yes, yep. it is. Like seriously, that is that is, that is bad. Shaft. Really, global shaft that is, is a really culture, bad. man. <laughs> it's both. 
<laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It is that. I mean, it literally is. Because, yeah, if you're one of those people, like we said, you literally cannot do the Freezer EZA. So if they do carry on that trend, you're... Uh, you're going to be very stuck. And then, of course, like, if they do carry on that trend, imagine the barrier that creates for if you're somebody yeah, who uh, is fairly new to the game and we've just mm -hmm. got, say, the... Uh, we've just got the EZA for, like, Krillin. And to yep. do Krillin's one, you have to have Cell and so on and so forth. And you're yeah. somebody who's coming in, like, right at the beginning. Yeah, you're going to be... I mean, it's... It's like I I I don't care if it's just like if it was just like oh I can't do Frieza that's fine but the problem is knowing how they handled Goku to Frieza you're gonna need Frieza for Trunks and if based on trend right that's just gonna affect all the LRs yeah. that at that point every, every, nobody can do the other LRs at all then so it's a bigger problem in that sense uh, if you could just skip out on one LR that's fine because inevitably they could fix it or inevitably yeah. they should add it as my saying but. that's. Yeah. I'm actually quite surprised because obviously people meme and stuff and like yeah global like they make some weird mistakes and do some weird stuff sometimes but like I saw people as soon as this issue first came up people were tweeting about it and like pointing it out the fact that like because they hadn't done this shop upgrade it meant that certain people were literally locked out of doing the thing and yet they still haven't fixed it which i find very strange that's I yeah mean, that's the, the whole disconnect that they have is they just don't like they just don't have a way to directly see players feedback about about global because it's a it's a language thing i, I i'm telling you right now that's why i think it happens because it's a language thing yeah and it, it's something that delcon has always been really bad at yeah it's it's so odd because it's like you know they did half of the update and then the the incredible gem shop didn't get the update and it was like why though considering you updated half the shop why was the other half just why was the other half just left alone kind of thing right so it's such an odd move but yeah it's just i hope they do fix it because i know a lot of people i mean our we have some people in in 5.9 as well who can't do lr frieza because they used up the krillin <laughs> so it's like well then <laughs> tough oh luck God. i suppose <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, so yeah, with that said, let's just move on. That's just too sad. I, I cannot take this anymore. <laughs> okay. Um, Alexa, play this procedure. <laughs> let's, let's talk about a potential part two of this uh, campaign. Well, I think it's already confirmed that um, you guys on Global get a part two for this celebration, right? I think, uh, yeah, there's something me. in the missions or something, isn't there? Yeah. Or some yeah. data mine for the missions. Like yeah, we, we so we have to get one considering what's, lo what's left over, right? Yeah. Yeah, so this is, is there... the position that we find ourselves in now because the only. We're what? What is it? It's the beginning of April, so we've yeah, got we have almost time. three months until the anniversary. And the only thing we know for sure that is coming between now and then, like once this Pycologen Ember part finishes, is the Goten and Trunks Dokon Fest. So. Right. They've got to do something, because that's a lot, of, a lot of space to fill. Yeah, well, okay, let's just take a look at what we're missing from this celebration. Because there's the Prime Battle, Bobbity, and Boo that we haven't yep. done yet, right? Yep. There's and the EZA the for STR Janemba, which should come out in part two. Yep. Then there's the EZA for the Saiyan well, Saga, wait, wait. Vegeta, no, that, and that's, Goku. That's, in, that's this that's part. Already in this, yeah, that's yeah. this oh, part. Okay. It's, it's, it's this upcoming Wednesday. The EZA for Vegeta and Goku from the Saiyan Saga. We don't have that yet. Yeah. And then there's the, uh, I think there's <laughs> the chain battle for the Vegeta as well. Yes, so those that... three things were missing. Well, okay, so I, I think chain they'll make battle, up part two, to be honest. The chain the battle thing. is definitely delayed because they, they like they've been behind on those, right? Like they yeah. just did the Gohan and Bojack one. 
right? Mm -hmm. So, like, it's like that chain battle is going to come, but it's going to be, like, three weeks late, right? Like, it's going to be, like, the start of May or something like that. So it's going to be the World Cup event, yeah? I think they should just have a chain battle every celebration, just consistently, like, just yeah. push it out. It's the only way to get skill yes. orbs. The skill orb system sucks since day one. So, I mean, just and pump, the thing push is, them out. The thing is, it's not even... Like, I understand why they might do, like, skip, like, world tournament because maybe they want to add new units. That takes time and designing, I suppose. I give them that much credit. And I suppose also because too many... You know, people don't have the time to keep doing a world tournament every celebration. Chain battle isn't that kind of, like, daunting, time-consuming levels of yeah. tedious, right? So people can literally do it whenever they want. So, I will log in once yeah. in a 24 hour period, knock out all my chain battles in like like 15 minutes and then I'm done. Yeah, same. I literally do the same as well. It's not that difficult. So, um, yeah, you're not resigned to hell when, <laughs> like, when the world tournament is around. Yep, exactly. Yeah, we, so don't, it's we, don't, like, <laughs> we don't talk yeah, about that. We don't talk about that. Yeah. Like world tournament, you have to spend like hours and hours. Like I, I mean, I, some of us know here who stream, like we spend six, seven hours on stream, literally just, all right, tap, tap. Go back, tap, tap, go back, refill stamina, go in, back out. So, chain battle That's happening content. every celebration I think would be fantastic, as compared to like a world tournament every every celebration. That would that that would be hell. <laughs> the biggest yeah, the biggest concern I'll, that um, I have. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say I think I'll I'll stream the world tournament a lot. What is it? Basically a week, and exactly a week. JP has world tournament. Yep. I'll, the I'll biggest concern that, that I have with the world tournament coming up on Global is because this one was delayed. They're going to do this this world tournament, and then the next one's going to be like two weeks later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't think so. But when was the last Global World Tournament? No, I think, uh, when, I think they delayed. Um, I had a quick look at this when I was looking at all the stuff when Global was broken for that like week, and it's... Um, it, it looks like from the distance between the last couple of world tournaments, they pushed this next one back to pretty much when the next one would have been anyway. Right. So yeah. That's why I'm. That's why I'm concerned. The schedule. So when I so the the gap is normally the same amount. So I'm assuming that they've just kind of that's why they pushed it back so far is they've just skipped one completely and so the next uh. one will again be the same gap. They skipped it completely, or they just don't care, and they're going to push another one out in like a week. Well, after yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, they could yeah. release another chain <laughs> battle. Oh man! But yeah, oh, no. All right, I, global. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, okay, global. What's up, Gresh? You don't remember when Global's last world tournament was? <laughs> it, it was like what? It was like January, right? It was. It was New Year's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, God, I remember. It was New Year's weekend. Oh, my God. It was God. January 1st. Or, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. January 1st, 1.30 a.m., an hour and a half after the ball drop. I oh. love that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, that's... Yeah. Uh, that's over three months ago. God. Yeah, JP, dude, JP hasn't had one since, like, mid-December. Yeah, because you guys had it right before us. I remember that one, yeah. Yeah, JP's was uh, the 18th of December. But, uh, Cannot anyway. wait for the next war tournament. Yay! By the way, hello. Yeah. They, they're. This should have been the new uh, local LR, but it, it was Demon King Piccolo's on the picture. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I I think it might be the next one now. To be honest. All right, let's quickly uh, let's quickly give our speculations on what we think is going to happen on global in between now and the anniversary. We know Goten and Trunks is really likely, right before right before the yeah. anniversary. But what about in between now and that? It's um, gonna be a global I, flash, right? I, I think I, May. Yeah. Is uh, probably gonna be a global and JP at the same time. 
Because it seems like they're just pushing those more now rather than actual just like global first stuff. I yeah. still, I think we're gonna get a global first though. I, I we were talking about. I this really in the would a hope not, dude, because they can't, they they can't do it without fucking up. I think I, <laughs> I don't disagree with I mean, you, but I, 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 I said this to Sunblade and Ningen during the AMA. We were like, oh, you know, what's the plan for global and what do you think? And I was like, yeah, we're probably, I definitely think it's going to be a Goten and uh, Gohan situation. We'll get the uh, Tanabata unit first and it's going to be Goku and Vegeta Angel and it's going to be the Gogeta version of SGR Vegeta. <laughs> Uh, JP it. would riot if that was a because it's first. a duo. It's a, it, it fulfills all the conditions. It's a duo unit. It fits in well with this whole celebration leading into that probably as well. And yeah, that's I, I and we need it. We need that I mean, Gogeta as well at some point. They so easily could, so that would it would just mimic um, Gohan and Goten and Broly, right? So like, exactly they do Gogeta right there, and then that could just be Tanabata for JP, right? Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Yes. That's so my thought process. We talked about this quite a bit, I think, last time when we talked about the possibility. And I know it's something, it's always been a talking point about the whole, the possibility of the games syncing up at some point. But the reason it's come up a lot more recently is obviously we are now closer to JP than we've ever been. Like, we are basically, um, apart from the new Videl that's just come out, we're like one Dokon Fest and the anniversary away from being in exactly the same place. So I do think, like True said, we could potentially see something that drops on both versions at the same time. But if they drop a global first, that could be another step towards the syncing up because then when we're getting, like, say, Videl, JP could then get the thing that was the global first and then the two versions are even closer together. So... I still I think don't think they'll sync up. First, <laughs> if it is a global first, I feel like the chances of them syncing up become even more likely. I I don't think so, honestly. You you, you forget you how much reason? of a dead period we have in in like the second half of the year, I mean, and you remember how bad it was. They had to release a Halloween. They released a rerun banner on on global last year. Do you not okay, remember quick, that? The reason <laughs> that's the reason why they should sync them up then, because then they don't have to do stuff like that. The reason Global gets so close is because you have, like, a two-month period at the start of the year where there's, like, like January and February, you have, like, one Dokkan Fest in there, but it's just, like, such a huge gap where yep. there's not yeah. one. And then Global in that period closes in because they usually drop two at that same time, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Two to three even at points, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I think it'll be a Gogeta for me personally. I think it'll lead into Gogeta. This whole, this whole celebration feels like it'll lead into Gogeta for us. I mean, as a global player, that would be amazing. But I, I don't know if I could see them dropping something that is that, like, on that level of hype as a global first. Wait, know. what are you saying? The, uh, um, the Gogeta, the Gogeta version of, like, the SCR for Geo, basically. I would argue um, that Broly is way more hype than that. For I Goku. was about to say, uh, even Family Kamehameha, Gohan, and Goten. Mm. No, 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 no. <laughs> nah, nah, <Broly laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Broly is like a different level. Oh, yeah, no, Broly himself. Yeah, you Broly like is hype. Yeah. When they released the tech Broly, then. You mean, yeah, you everybody know. was complaining. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I mean, I guess to be fair, STR UI Goku was a global first, and yeah. people on JP weren't happy about that. So, yeah, who knows? I guess they could. Like, even UI Goku, people weren't even complaining about that as much as Broly. Not even close. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, who knows then? 
I mean, I wouldn't complain, like I said, as a global player. But... Okay, with that said, let's go into the break. And once we return, we will take care of your questions you submitted to us. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, everywhere. Just open our link tree and then you will have the chance to submit your questions for next week's podcast. And uh, yeah, we'll be right back to you. All right, guys, we are back with episode 28, Long Live the Queen of the Dragon Ball Z Dokkan Battle podcast. And yeah, we got some amazing subs from you guys today. So yeah, I'll take um, Goresh. Uh, I would let take um, Goresh take over. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's it's too late here in Germany. I'm sorry. It's like 2 a.m. here. So um, yeah, Goresh, <laughs> go ahead. As always, thank you guys for your support. And especially this week, we want to thank Thanos Energy for the four-month tier one sub. These Nuts 38 for the three-month uh, prime. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce this. Lackadaisical. Lackadaisical with the prime sub. And then Ah Medicine with the five-month tier one. I feel like that person feels that their sub money was worth it just to be able to hear Goresh say these Nuts. <laughs> I mean, as long as you, as long as you're giving us money, that's fine. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> we had quite a bit of fun here. So let's move on to the questions again. If you want to submit your questions for the next Dokkan Battle podcast episode, make sure to, yeah, follow us on Twitter. And yeah, once we we send out the tweet, uh, make sure to reply. Of course, you can submit your questions on our public Discord server as well. Make sure to join that one too. So let's jump to the first question here from Maverick. And Maverick asks, the introduction of Paikoan and Fidel allows Dokkan to give recognition to not so popular characters. What units would you all want to see as a Dokkan fest in the future? And for the love of God, don't say <laughs> Garlic <laughs> Jr. <laughs> Can you? <laughs> um, uh. um, I'm trying to think. I would like a dark confess Hercule. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Running Earthlings, 170 leader. Hold on. Oh, bam. Earthlings, Earthlings, and Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because oh, that, would, <laughs> that could actually be the Legendary Summon unit, part two. That's possible, yeah. yeah. Um,. A meme answer would probably be Hachiak, but <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'd say probably something like a uh, Android 19 and 20 combo mm. unit probably would be kind of cool. Yeah. I, it's it's out there. Would be cool though. Like it would help Androids as well and whatnot. So, hey, that would be I cool. I remember there was like that fake rumor for the 2019. Oh yeah, the friend summon. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been so smart though. Yeah, it would have been so, so, so smart, but you know. For me, I want all three World Tournament winners from Dragon Ball to get it. Jackie Chu and Tien, and then Goku to all get Dokkan Fest from when they win the World Tournament. Okay, anyone else? Um, I can't think of it. I, I would have said some of the ones that have been said already, so I can't think of any more. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's move on to the next question here from Philip Rodriguez. Community can seem fickle when it comes to new units, uh, Dokkan Fest, LR, etc. We want more than Saiyans 
and hype villains, but then we don't. What's the solution to meet on common ground? Do you think there is room for bad links to not be bad anymore? When we get units in that support. Whoa, come on. Okay, let's let's do this again. Uh, do you think there is room for bad links to not be bad anymore when we get units in that support? I support them. Yep. I think, okay, so I think, let me just summarize what the question is pretty much saying. He's saying, like, is there a way for people to be content with getting lesser popular characters, right? I think that's what the question's asking. Yeah. I think, um, I think the biggest thing you have to understand when it comes to, like, the character selection in terms of what they release is it's all about the money, right? They, they don't care how much you like the characters. They don't care how much you, you know, certain characters cater to certain, you know, uh, points of the community. They're gonna drop the characters gonna make the most money. Like, there's a reason why, you know, these games don't drop like Dokkan Fest Cybermen, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just because it's not gonna <laughs> generate the money that they need. So, that, at the end of the day, that's why that's how they decide on what they drop. They're not gonna drop like if your favorite character is like I don't know, like I, I really don't think they're gonna release a Lord Slug Dokkan Fest. If your favorite character is Lord Slug, you're probably not gonna get a Dokkan Fest. Mm -hmm. So. It's just at the end of the day, their, their decisions are monetary and monetarily based. It's not just based off of, oh, you know, these, these categories need to be buffed. We're going to buff this category. They're not going to buff a category because it's going to impact the game's, uh, you know, uh, hemisphere of, you know, the different teams you can run. They're going to buff the teams that are going to benefit them the most financially. Yeah. Okay, Dante, super with that. Okay, I mean, it, pretty much. It would, it, would, uh, it would be nice if they start doing it now, considering they did try it out with Videl. For some reason, whatever goes on in their heads, we don't know. I feel like Videl was like a niche for like people yeah. who really liked Videl, mm -hmm. and then like when she comes back on future yeah. banners, they'll be like, okay, I want something for Videl. Exactly. Like I, 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 I think they were just dicking around. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I can. Yeah, I think I think we can see this happening where they once a year we might see some random unit get a Dokkan Fest potentially now. Once a year, Gail, we just got Trunks and Goten and Pycon. Like that's true. Like, okay, maybe like, two, <laughs> maybe more than that. Maybe more. It's like, dude, like, you guys, can we get a Saiyan? I, I'm okay with a, a, a traditional, you know, overhyped Saiyan. I'm tired of Pycon and Videl. Give me Goku. Like, I guess it's possible that maybe they have a certain target for like the you know uh, quarter two of the year or quarter one of the year or whatever yeah. and the, and let's let's just say they they're way like over what they projected to make for the certain quarter and then they're like okay since we're so ahead why don't we just go ahead and experiment and then we'll just throw out some random you know that nobody actually likes and there'll be a doke yeah. fest and we'll see how it does it's that not i can impossible. see being probable yeah, yeah. That, I, mean, I can see it, that actually wasn't happening. it the wasn't it the whole thing that i know this anniversary was like their highest grossing anniversary since four year pretty much so i mean not out of the realm of possibilities, to be honest. But yeah, I well, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seems like I mean at this point it also could be that you know we've come to a point where it's you know six years into the game. I think they might they might be also willing to try out something interesting once in a while. Although, like Truth said, it's been three times in a row effectively. You know that they have tried something new. So at this point, who knows? Dude, Slug is getting a Dokkan first. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think it's inevitable. Yeah. Android 13 got one, so he will get one too. That's my opinion. I think you underestimate how unpopular Slug is. Okay, so what about Android 13? Is he quote-unquote popular? I would say well, I Android... he's way more popular than Slug. Yeah, he's Android... a meme because of the English dub. So. Yeah, trucker hat. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't, they don't, but th they don't care about things. I mean, I would say that's not why. I'm oh no, I mean, lie. he's, he's yeah. more popular because of yeah. the English dub, I mean, that's a more popular character with the community. I also feel like, to be honest, it's also because he's an android versus uh, Slug, who's a Namekian. I mean, outside of Piccolo, who's an interesting Namekian. <laughs> I mean, I will say the fact that they I, released Videl's Dokkan Fest <laughs> means that they actually could do a, a Slug now. Like, I wouldn't yeah. even be surprised if they did. Prior to Videl coming out, I would have probably said not likely. Now with Videl out, I'd probably say there's a, there's a decent chance that it does happen at some point. But he is very yeah. unpopular. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, people people joked about like, oh, you know, if Android 13 can get a Dokkan Fest, then XYZ can get one. Or, you know, if PyCon can get a Dokkan Fest, XYZ can get one. But now with Videl, I think that really is like, if Videl can get a Dokkan Fest, anyone can at this point. I literally wouldn't even be, I, would, I wouldn't even be surprised if we got like a like an oolong dokkan fest at this point <laughs> <laughs> yeah what about kid boo man you'll never get kid one boo? Huh? go first <laughs> kid yeah, yeah. before the anniversary what's a kid boo i don't understand this language you speak yeah say okay, that means boo, the part two global first oh god <laughs> lr oob is gonna come out before him that's yeah. I mean, he already has technically. Nah, we have summonable one. one. <laughs> I was about to say, we literally have one, though. Yeah, that pretty much tells me that we should move over to the next question. So <laughs> let's just do that. <laughs> so the next question is from Ultra. And he asks, could Golden Week be something related to Wrath of the Dragon, the movie? Considering Tapion is getting an Extreme Z Awakening. Though yes, personally, yes, I'm yes, hoping yes. for a Resurrection F celebration. Well, Gail already talked about this, but yeah, Gail, <laughs> go ahead. I 100% believe we're getting Wrath of the Dragon. It's been nearly, what, five years, four years since... Wait, what? SSJ3, AGL SSJ3 Goku was the last one we got. So, four or five years, five years ago now, since the last SSJ, proper SSJ3 Goku. Of course, we got the LR Tech SSJ3 Goku and Angel Ku, but in terms of that Dokkan Fest event being updated it's the oldest one that hasn't been updated right mm -hmm. so i think it's high time we get one and considering we're in this movie phase it would fit perfectly well getting agile tapeons getting an eza would flow super well into the whole thing of like yeah wrath of the dragon stuff now plus having a new her i mean having a herodagon and maybe a maybe a unit that starts off as herodagon would be kind of cool i don't know how they would operate with that but it would be nice to see how they do that potentially mm -hmm. Plus, then you can easy A the tech uh, LR Super Sentry Goku, potentially do a uh, super attack update thing for him as well. So it depends, I guess, what the new unit would be. Because obviously, a new Goku that has the current quality animations like Dragon Fist Super Attack would be pretty amazing. Yeah, it'll look really good. Yeah, I mean, they could do like some kind of like exchange thing. I don't know, because there's a lot of characters that fight in that movie, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because there's the Vegeta, um, Vegeta does that weird, like, barrier thing with the, to protect, like, the office building. It's, like, one of the only mm, things I really yep. remember him doing, like, in, yeah. the, in that. But, <laughs> yeah. Vegeta, yeah. the defender of, uh, corporate <laughs> defender of the Japan. buildings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and imagine if the, if Super Saiyan 3 Goku gets an actor skill and he screams Dragonfire, like in the English dub movie. Oh, God. 
Yeah. No, I just want him to I just want him to scream. Like they'll probably take it from a game like they did SSJ to go on. I just want him to scream if I don't who will. That's all I want. If he says <laughs> that in Dokkan, I will be I will I will die a happy man. Well, probably not because I'm still depressed, <laughs> but you know, for the most part I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, I'll be okay. cool. Okay, so let's move on to the final question of today's episode and this one is from Platy. How frequent do you think we can expect summonable LR Easy A's? Goku and Frieza and SCR Broly were relatively close together. But do you think that trend will continue? So Truth, go ahead. Do you have an opinion about this? No, I think they're gonna remain with major celebrations. Uh, I mean, Saiyan Day is kind of iffy, but it's still not like a typical celebration, right? Mm -hmm. So I think like we might see one for Golden Week. And then, oh my god, three months in a row. But then, like, I don't think the next one will be for, like, many months, right? Like, maybe at the end of July for Tanabata, yeah. worldwide. Only, like, the big celebrations in the year, I think. The counter, I think it'll be more so for Goku Day. I think they'll do it for Goku Day more so, I feel. Or whatever celebration we get with Goku Day. Because I feel like they're doing it, like, for uh, celebrations that are happening on... Gonna happen inevitably, or major celebrations that are happening on both Global and JP, and Goku Day is one of those that happen simultaneously, right? Um, Tain Day is another one, Anniversary and Worldwide Celebration. I think those four are going to be the key ones we'll see um, these uh, uh, LREZs happen, I feel. I mean, I'm sure they probably take that into account when they're planning, like, who the main unit will be and who the, what the theme is going to be anyway, but I guess really for, like, any sort of celebration... It's probably more likely to be the bigger ones, but I feel like with the trend of where we saw these guys easy A, like obviously no one ever expected um, Goku and Frieza to be the first unit that got one, but because it was during the anniversary, it was obviously very relevant to the whole theme. So I think a good way they can push out some of those ones for some of the older LRs or even ones that are sort of in, in the middle, I guess, in the timeline of when they came out is um if they if like ones that are relevant to whatever that celebration is we could then see one of those older lrs getting an easy a yeah keep the um the lr easy a's on the major celebrations and then the tui easy a's will be like the consistent you know the every celebration kind of thing that's that makes the most sense and makes uh lr easy still pretty interesting and hype before they run out again not again, but like they run out. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Okay, so I think that we are done with episode 28, Long Live the Queen of the Dokkan Battle Podcast. And with that, guys, I would like to thank you for tuning in. Again, make sure to follow us on our, on our Linktree links. And uh, yeah, any final words from you guys? Goresh, Truth, Gail. Um, hope you guys enjoyed and um, we'll see what happens on global because again we have a lot of time to kill so yep Fidel is good <laughs> yep. there we uh, go <laughs> okay guys yeah thank you very much for tuning in and yeah we will see you guys next week Five Night Gaming signing out mm -hmm.